and welcome to the Horizon Church podcast. Horizon Church is a Christ-centered, word-based and spirit-led church. We are so happy to bring this week's message to you. And on behalf of our pastors, Brad and Ali Bonhomme and the Horizon Church team, we pray it's a blessing to you. And I'm so thrilled, I'm so excited, I'm so honoured. I have an unusual word, but it's maybe not that unusual because, you know, I, I'm like, God, give me one of those messages for the last night of conference that just blows the socks off, that just lifts the roof off in every other cliche you've ever heard at a conference. And I keep getting drawn back to Psalm 23. And I'm going, God, in fact, I think that must be the most well-known psalm in the world. And it's the first line that just lands you in a space that rocks your world if you really get it. It starts with, the Lord is my shepherd. The government isn't your shepherd. Your parents aren't your shepherd. Your pastors aren't your shepherd. Your bank account isn't your shepherd. Your dreams aren't your shepherd. Your spouse isn't your shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Who is the Lord? Strong and mighty, mighty in battle. Who is the Lord, maker of heaven and earth? Who is the Lord, infinite, immutable, unchangeable, beyond expression or knowledge? This is the eternal, limitless, unchanging, unflinching, all-consuming, powerful, all-knowing, all-loving, heavenly Father. That is my shepherd. And, and it's not just the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is. Meaning He didn't was, one day will be. He's right now in 2022, your shepherd. Some of you feel like maybe he was my shepherd in another season of my life. I want to tell you, he is and he's my. He's not just a shepherd. He's not just their shepherd. He's not just someone else's shepherd. He is my shepherd. Present and personal. Present right now, personal, mine. The Lord Almighty God, present, personal, is my shepherd. You could, you could, you could get spiritually drunk on that first five words. And we could have an altar call right now. And you know what? The altar call would just be gratitude for the fact that the psalmist gave us language to find the fact that no matter where you are in life, you can say with absolute certainty, the Lord is my shepherd. Almighty God right now, today, personally, is in charge of me. So if that's the case, I guess for the sake of a title of uh, the my title is, if the Lord is my shepherd, tonight let's give the shepherd his job back. Give the shepherd his job back. He's not, he's not unemployed. But how many times, and even in my own life, in doing what I'm doing, in all the seasons, I carry anxiety, worry, fear, the unknown takes on a disproportionate weight in my mind. If the Lord is my shepherd, tonight, as we leave this conference, let's make sure we give him his job back. Because sometimes I'm like, God, I've got it. <laughs> I don't really say that. Nobody says that. Everyone goes, yes, God, it's all you. Yeah, yeah. But really, we carry the weight like we are our own shepherd. Tonight, look at your neighbor, say, the Lord is my shepherd. Look at the other neighbour you rejected, say, give the shepherd his job back. 
You know Psalm 23. I know. I was talking to Pastor Brad. It's been a pivotal psalm to some degree. And so I was trying to avidly avoid it, to be honest. Because I'm sure you've heard more sermons from this psalm than any other psalm. But since you know it, let's all read it out loud. Can we do that? Not just me, with one voice. Because the harmony on the stage is nothing compared to the harmony we're about to hear from this choir of passionate sheep. Ready? Psalm 23, let's read it together. The Lord, I He makes me to He restores my soul. Yet, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. <laughs> you prepare a table. You anoint my head. And mercy will follow me. in the house of the Lord forever. Come on, give Jesus the praise He deserves. If you've ever been to marriage counseling, they should have told you this. There's two words you should avoid when fighting with your spouse. Never and always. You can fight. Just don't use the word never or probably other words you shouldn't use in a fight too. But I'm just giving you two. Never and always. Why? Because even when you're trying to make a point, the minute you say the word never, it is so absolute. If you say always, it is so absolute. And any credibility you have when you're trying to make a point when you fight, you lose because of the absolute nature because nothing is that absolute. You never pick up the towel from the floor. No, I rarely pick up the towel from the floor. And you had a point until you said, I never. But because I've sometimes done it, I'm not listening. So avoid using the word never because you lose your credibility. You always have a bad attitude when we go to my parents' house for lunch. No, I most often have a bad attitude when we go to your parents' house for lunch. And I would have changed my attitude, but you accuse me of always having a bad attitude. And so you really want to avoid those words as best you can because no one is that bad or that good all the time except God who's always good and the devil who's always bad. But I can tell you in Psalm 23, there's four absolutes you can absolutely say. You can say never with sheer passion and conviction because we're talking about the Lord is my shepherd. And if the Lord is my shepherd, number one, I'm never lost. Everyone say, I'm never lost. You're never lost. You're never lost. You might not know where you are, but you're not lost. Because if the Lord is your shepherd, yeah, but isn't, if you don't know where you are, isn't that the definition of lost? Yeah, but if you're following someone, you're not lost. Because even though you don't know where you're going, the one you're following knows where he's going. And because he knows where he's going, I'm never lost. 
If I were to get in my car, we hired a car, and we would drive to Pastor Brian Alley's house, I don't know where the, the house is. So say we got in the car park and we drove and I followed him all the way, turn left, turn right. If he goes fast, I go fast. He slows down, I slow down. He turns left, I turn left. He does a U-turn, I do a U-turn. If he stops, I stop. If he goes, I go. Guess what? I'll end up at their house. Why? Because I followed him the whole way there. Now, at any moment on the journey, did I know exactly where I was? No. But I was never lost because I was following and then say, so I land up at the house and then you guys call me. Like, hey, Mark, are you past Brad's house? Yeah, yeah. How do I get there? I don't know. But aren't you there? Yeah, I am. So how do I get there? I don't know. Well, how did you get there? I just kept following the car in front of me. I had someone come to me who was about 20 years old when I was about 30. Long time ago. And he sat down with me and he was really curious. You were a lawyer, you played piano, you go to ministry, you come from an Asian family. And he had all the similar trappings. And I guess he was looking for guidance for the next 10 years of his life. And he's going, how did the next 10 years pan out for you? How did you know when it was time to quit law? How did you know when it was time? Did you do too much worship, not enough worship? He's asked me all these questions. And I'm like, I know I'm 10 years in front of you, but don't ask me how to get here. Because I got here by following the car in front of me. I didn't know how to get here, but I'm here. And I want to tell you, over the next 10 years, you're going to get to where you're supposed to get. Not because you've worked out everything in your head, but because the Lord is my shepherd, which means you're never lost. I remember driving through Auckland, New Zealand. We have a church there. And um, I was... Kia ora. I didn't say Africa. I said Auckland. Um... But here's what was awesome. I was driving, which was, all right, fine, right side of the road, all that's good. But it was the most foggiest day in Auckland's history. It was 6 a.m. I was driving someone else's car with a slightly out-of-date GPS system. And I drove to the airport, and where I had to drive back was an hour away. It was the most harrowing hour of my life. I literally could not see 10 meters in front of me. I'm like, I don't know, new highways, new roads. It's, it's, it's really terrifying. You know, I got lost so many times and I had this voice speaking to me, in 200 meters, turn left. I'm like, shut up. I can't even see 20 meters. I have no idea what the heck's going on. I'm winding the window down, trying to see through the fog. I'm literally, it was the most harrowing. By God's grace alone, I got there. Aren't you glad God is in an out-of-date GPS system? Aren't you glad even in the most cloudy seasons of your life, He will still help you get where you're supposed to get? And here's the thing. It is so much less stressful. I've had the privilege for the last three days of Reverend Bishop Tim Biasetto driving me around. It has been the most stress-free three days of vehicle transportation in my life because I didn't have to care. I'm just going for the ride. I'm not saying you shouldn't care, but if the Lord is my shepherd, give Him His job back and let Him lead you through the season you're in. If the Lord is my shepherd, anxiety should not be a part of my makeup. Do you know the word anxious or the word anxiety literally means to have a divided mind. Choose this day who your shepherd is. Is it you or God? If it's God, give him his job back and say, Lord, I will not be anxious and I'm going to give you the stress of leading and I'm going to take instead the peace of following. 
You know, I've got to be honest with you. People look at Kingdom City now and go, wow, amazing, whatever. I don't know how we got here. And people are like, so what's in store for the next decade? I don't know. You think, you're really crazy. You should know a little bit. I've learned a lot on the journey. But you never graduate from the Lord being your shepherd. It's not like in my 20s I trusted the Lord. And now I've graduated from trust where He now trusts me. I now tell Him what to do. No, He's still my shepherd. He's still Almighty God. And He's still in charge. And so even though I'm still not sure where I'm at, I'm not lost. And you know, here's the guarantee He's given every one of us. And I want you to have it right now. It's peace. It's peace. In fact, right now I can feel the peace of God. And if you can't, I think the Lord actually wants to give it to you. You know, and it's that tangible. It's like if I said to Tori, here's, here's my peace. She's like, what do you mean? Peace of what? This is what Jesus said. He said, my peace I give you. Not as the world gives it. In fact, he, when, he said, when you go into some villages and they don't like you, take your peace back. He, saw, he talked about peace like it's a tangible thing that you could give and take back. There are people here tonight and you feel a little bit disoriented. I felt so disoriented during COVID. And I know COVID's finished, sort of. But you feel a little lost. And I really want the Lord to give you some peace. Like, like I'm giving you a gift. If, if you've been feeling a little lost, just lift your hands where you are right now. Right now, the presence of the Lord. Awesome. In fact, you're so wonderful, and I'm, we're not going to get anyone to come to the front, but can you stand if you're physically able? I just want to pray for you right now that the peace of God would come because the Lord is your shepherd. And come on, the rest of us, why don't we just stretch your hands towards these awesome, beautiful, wonderful, amazing people. Father, your peace. Just receive the peace and the peace that passes all understanding. He's got your hand. He is the way. So we speak peace. 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 In the top there, peace. Peace. I thank you for the peace of God. This is tangible peace. The sign that the peace of God is there. You can sense Him all over you. And anxiety leaves. We speak against fear, anxiety leaves your life leaves you now some of you have had questions what am I doing here you're not lost peace peace you can feel like just something just dissolving off you. It's, it's just the peace of God dis, displacing 
worry. How's this going to work out? He's your peace. The Lord is your shepherd. The Lord is your shepherd. You know, the scripture says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. They comfort me. Do you know the comfort of the Lord is not the comfort like, oh, wow, what a comfortable rod. What a comfortable staff. Like it's, it's got felt on it. It's not, got, it's not like a cushion-tip staff. Oh, it's so comfortable. No, I have comfort because his rod and his staff ensures I can't get too far. I'm never lost. So, Father, I thank you that your peace fills this house fills these marriages, fills these families. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, awesome. Why don't you just take your seats? You know, you can say, I'm never lost because the Lord is my shepherd. Here's the other thing you can say. You can say, I'm never lonely. If the Lord is your shepherd, you're never lonely. You might feel lonely, but you're not alone because He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. You might be single, married, divorced, widowed. It doesn't really matter what season you're in. You could be going through pain, hurt, isolation. But what I love about Psalm 23, it's crazy. It's not this beautiful, perfect Psalm. There's the valley of the shadow of death. There's the presence of my enemies. There's highs, there's lows, there's, there's green pastures. I'm, I like that one. But you're never alone. The whole journey through the highs and lows, God says, I'm with you. Paths of righteousness, still waters, He's there. Valley of the shadow of death, you are with me. In the presence of my enemy, He prepares a table. I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. He's there the whole way. You know what I have found? When this is what COVID had, this really demonic effect. It caused people in isolation to glorify the uniqueness of their journey as if nobody understands. And we're all in the same place. Be careful not to glorify the uniqueness of your journey like, oh, but nobody knows what I'm going through. You are unique because there's no one like you. And your journey might be unique, but when you glorify the uniqueness of your journey, we're 99% all the same. And to idolize the uniqueness of your journey can actually gravitate you towards anxiety, fear, isolation, and loneliness. You are so special, but you're not that special. You're so unique, but you're not that unique. The Lord is my shepherd. Yeah, but, but find someone else who's doing exactly, no one else. But let's just thank God that He's the shepherd of the person next to you. He's the shepherd of the person behind you. He's the shepherd of the person in front of you. He's the shepherd of the person of every... And I thank you, God, that, that despite the uniquenesses of my journey, I don't glorify it because I'm not alone. And He who led David, and He who led Saul, and He who led Solomon, and He who led the prophets, and He who led Mary, and He who led Joseph, and He who's led every other believer that has called upon the name of the Lord, He can lead me. You know, if peace, if his peace is my assurance 
but I'm never lost. I, th- I thought about this. You don't become not lost just by declaring, I'm not lost, I'm not lost, I'm not lost, I'm not lost, and hyping yourself up into feeling not lost. The only way you realize you're not lost is despite the fact you're not sure exactly where everything is, you have this tremendous peace that God is with you. You don't say, I'm not lonely, I'm not lonely, I'm not lonely, I'm not lonely, I'm not lonely. I'm not lonely. I believe in declaration, I believe in proclamation. But you don't talk yourself up into not being lonely. You know you're not lonely because His presence is with you. That's what separates God from every other God. He's with you. And you're like, but I'm not really sure about that. We'll just ask him. That's why I take time in his presence like we've been doing this whole weekend. Father, that I wasn't just in the room. I just wasn't in the auditorium. But you are with me. You are with me. And his promise is he'll never leave you. So if you're carrying anxiety, you're carrying pity, I want to encourage you to give the shepherd his job back. Let him be your comfort. Let him be your companion. Let him be your compass. Let him be your direction. Let him be your GPS. Let him be. And I just surrender the need to know everything because the Lord is my shepherd. Here's the third thing you can say. I'm never late. If the Lord is my shepherd, I'm never late. Now, I'm not talking about your scriptural excuse to turn up 20 minutes after the worship started. When Pastor Mark said, the Lord is my shepherd, I'm never late. So, no. I'm talking about seasons in your life. Some of us are like, oh, at my age, by now I should be here. At this stage of my life, I should have done this. By this stage, surely this would have worked out. But I want to tell you, you're never late if the Lord is your shepherd. If the Lord's not your shepherd, I can't promise you nothing. If the Lord's not your shepherd, you're probably lonely, you're probably lost, and you're probably late. But if the Lord is your shepherd, you can declare, I'm never lost, I'm never lonely, I'm never late. I'm never late. What do you mean I'm never late? See, we all have dreams, some of us more than others. This conference is called Dream Again. And you're like, this has been a great conference, but I feel I'm missed out. You're never late if the Lord is your shepherd. Because... We make our plans, but the Lord directs our steps. Do you know, I wanted to get married at 21. Pastor Brad was married at 21. Was that right? 22? 21? You were 21. Ali's 21. I was like, I want to get married at 21. I got married at 31. And just for the record, there was nothing wrong with me at 21. It wasn't just 26 years ago. It was 26 kilos ago. I was, I, was, I was stunning. <laughs> Why is everyone laughing? <laughs> and over the course of the next 10 years, I was groomsman nine times. Nine! Nine times groomsman. I mean, I've got to be, the first time it was a privilege. By the fourth time, it was starting to get expensive. <laughs> By the ninth time, I was secretly wishing I was not even there. I'm really happy for you. But I'm never late 
for my God-appointed season if the Lord is my shepherd. That's why you got to stop comparing. You got to stop looking at someone else, look at the other, your fellow business leader, your fellow friend, colleague, whatever. Oh, you're not late for your destiny if the Lord is your shepherd. It's a big if, but if the Lord is your shepherd, you're not late. If the Lord is your shepherd, that spouse, that visa, that child, that opportunity, that whatever it is that you're, here's the one thing, I can't give you a cheap answer, but I can declare to you with absolute assurance, if you give the shepherd his job back, you are not late. So stop worrying, stop rushing. I mean, the pandemic messed up everybody's plans. We had buildings, we had six building projects last year, this year, around the world. And some of them got held up, some of them got drawn out, some of them got, it's just, not fun. In fact, God's sense of timing is quite uncanny. He says He prepares a table in the presence of my enemies. If I'm in the middle of my enemies, the last thing I want to do is sit down and have a meal. I want to leave. And He's like, it's not time yet. Sit down. Let's eat. My God, but I'd rather have a table in the presence of my friends. But God says, no. Even, where are you going? I'm your shepherd. Follow me. Think about it, right? When you read the Scriptures, there's a few things about Jesus. He never seemed rushed. He never, he never ran. Did you notice? Demons ran. But Jesus didn't seem to, which is one of the reasons I don't run. There's no scripture, after these things, the Lord bolteth. Just it's not there in any version. He tooketh off. He went from village to village. Never seemed to be running. So here's the thing. If the Lord is not running, and you're hurrying your way through a season, who are you following? If I'm running and if I'm overtaking him, who's my shepherd? My dream is my shepherd. My timing is my shepherd. My agenda is my shepherd. People's expectations are my shepherd. Other people's worries for me are my shepherd. My own plans are my shepherd. But if the Lord is my shepherd, you can declare I'm never late. Look at your friends say you're never late. He's a rabbi in the New Testament. He's the shepherd in the old. But either way, whether we're student or sheep, we get the privilege of following. Give the shepherd his job back. I feel there are people in here and you're asking that question. I heard it in my heart. Why am I here? You know, if, you know every delay in your life has purpose. I don't know if you're going through a delay and it might be because I don't know how many altar calls I responded to when I was single. <laughs> Jesus, please, now. But God knew. Because if God had brought my amazing wife, who you now have heard, you know, I, I, I'm privileged to be the spouse of Pastor Jemima, carry the bags. It's just, she's amazing. But if I'd met her at 22, 21, I don't know what would have happened. Neither of us was in the space or place. I think probably I was, but she wasn't in the place. Where <laughs> God was still working on her. No, I was joking. You're like, it's, this, you, we just have to go, God, I give you your job back. You formed me in my mother's womb. 
where can I hide from your presence? If I ascend into heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there you shall find me and your right hand shall guide me. Even if I hide in the darkness, your light shall be night, light all around me. For you formed me in my mother's womb. You knit me together every one of my days. You understand my thoughts are far off. There's not one word on my tongue before I utter it. You do not already know. You are God before I started and you'll be God after I finish. You are the author and the finisher. You're the beginning and the end. I am nothing without you. You are my all in all. All of my days were written in your book before one of them came to be. Search me, O God, and know my heart. If anxiety has grip me, if worry has gripped me, take it out of me because the Lord is my shepherd. So tonight I give you your job back. I'm never late. People tonight, you, you feel like you've missed a season. Now you're like, yeah, but that's fine. But I actually did stuff that caused me. You know what? God is so amazing that only He can re- detour your journey if you would humble yourself, if you would say, Lord, I give you your job back. I, I, I took charge of my own life and I wandered in a few, I made some dumb choices. I did one or two things, but God, you are my shepherd and only God. God doesn't go, oh, well, this is too hard. You have made too many mistakes. I'm sorry, find another shepherd. God does not take applications for, your, for His Lordship. Oh, 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 you just messed up a little. If you'd only come to me before your mistakes, I could I had a path for you. If you come tonight with your worst mistakes, the things nobody knows about, the fears, the tears, and everything all lumped up, and you say, God, I just give you your job back. Not only will God outline your future for you, He can reorient everything in your past. I'm not promising you that if you kill someone, you won't go to jail. But I am telling you that He'll be with you in the cell. I am telling you, you may start a prison revival when you get there. I am telling you that He's the only one who can cause all things to work together for good to them that love Him. He can reorient every part of who you are for His glory. If the Lord is your shepherd, you're never late. People who you feel like you've missed it. I don't know who's felt. There, are, there, there might be some senior people here. You're like, I had prophetic words over my life 20 years ago. And I don't know who I'm talking to, but I've come to encourage you. Whatever it you missed, you don't miss him because he's your shepherd. And he's still. Elijah was lost thinking, I'm all alone. Nobody's like me, God. My journey's terrible. And God goes, there's hundreds of others. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. He just killed 400 false prophets. He just called fire down. And he's in this place. And he, in a sense, almost disqualified himself from the future. And God goes, I could reorient your path, provide it for him, and then led him back to find his anointed successor and gave him a season of impartation, a season of grace. Lord just wants to peel away people who feel like they're late. I don't know who feels like you're late. You've missed. If you feel like that, you know, God, this is such a family. I love this whole conference. It feels like a big family reunion. So let's be family. If you feel like you've missed something, you feel like you've, there's a, in fact, here's a sign, you know, there's a, there's a, 
unspoken disappointment around it and you've just, oh, it's okay. But I want to tell you, God has something in store for you that is far better. And I'm not trying to hype you up. I'm trying to tell you that the Lord is your shepherd. He will reorient every season for His glory and for your betterment. Thanks for listening to this week's message. For more info about Horizon Church, please visit our website at hz.church. Have a fantastic day and we hope to see you again soon.